Good evening, everybody. Michael D here again. We got another segment for you. Tonight's episode is why are you U.S. troops over in Ukraine? Hmm. My sidekick Scott here tonight. Welcome back, Scott. Thank you. And what do you think about those U.S. troops over in Ukraine already? Well, I'm surprised they're even admitting that they're there. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, they say they're there to check on the weapons that we're giving them, which would be good if they were, you know, keeping track of them and stuff. But there's also um, a lot to be said about how Ukraine is managing these attacks and precision you know, bombings, and we're sending all those missiles and everything, so I believe we're helping them with some high-value targets that they're hitting. Well, that drags us right into the middle of everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Sure does. Yeah, we sure wouldn't want that. Nope. But we don't know what the government's up to yet. I'm sure in a few days we'll find out. As long as the reports have it, we'll send it out to you. Remember, this is better than mainstream news. Any day, any time, any week. With Scott at the helm and myself and the rest of the podcast crew, you know you got the best. Well, Like I'm saying, though, there's no sense for the United States forces being over in Ukraine now. I'm sorry. They're inspecting weapons over in Ukraine. What is it? Like they're selling them off over there or something? You know? Good question. Maybe maybe two-thirds of the weapons don't make it there. Or maybe they hit the wrong drop zone. I don't know. A whole bunch of stuff could be wrong with it. You know? What would you do, Scott, in a situation like that? I don't know. I mean, you can't just send all that weapons and all that money just, you know, like a crapshoot and just throw it at the country and expect it to stick, so to speak. It's got to go somewhere, somehow, in some kind of order, so... It's good that we have personnel there. Um, you know, they're U.S. military personnel, and they're supposedly now on the ground like they haven't been off before. I mean, if they haven't been before, who was handling the money? <laughs> exactly. But they say they're keeping track of and inspecting the weapons the U.S. has shipped to Ukrainian forces. Why do they have to inspect them? Make sure they're still intact or something? <laughs> I don't know. It's a really good question. I think it's really screwy myself. <laughs> but are some of them missing by the time they get there? <laughs> they, they probably could be. You know? <laughs> you know how those Russians are. <laughs> They'll steal something in mid-flight. Zelensky well, <laughs> could be the biggest arms dealer on the planet. Nobody would know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wouldn't doubt that. But you know what goes to amaze me <laughs> is they're always asking for more money. We've just sent. We've just sent them. We just sent them two hundred and seventy-five million more dollars. I know, it's terrible. I mean, oh, this is 
this is like horrible to the highest point, you I know? know? Now, to have the United States there to count the weapons or see if they're intact, that's something totally I've never heard of before. You yeah. Know? You know, never ever. But it won't be too much longer before we get drug into this somehow. I'm sure Putin finds out that we're over there and we're inspecting the weapons and everything like this. He'll drag us into it one way or the other. You know, we we helped them sink their prized ship, the Russian... um, There's a a report on American military news saying that the U.S. intel helped Ukraine sink the Russian flagship warship and that the Ukrainian military was able to deal crippling blows to the Russian flagship missile cruiser Moskva, thanks in part to the intelligence sharing by the U.S. government. A new report revealed this week in the Washington Post reported Thursday, citing people familiar with the matter that the U.S. shared critical intelligence before Ukrainian forces launched their strike on the Slava-class missile cruiser Moskva, Mm -hmm. which means Moscow. And without that intelligence sharing, Ukrainian forces may not have been able to deliver the strikes against the warship. So you can bet Putin is not going to be happy about that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Him, him is a little scheming. Um, him is a little scheming mind. I'm sure he'll drive up some. Yeah. Yeah, he'll think up some crap. <laughs> but um, there. Actually, I heard that um, the the Russian government is actually thinking heavily about taking Putin out of office. That would be smart. I think it would be. You know, I think it really would be smart to take his ass out of there. I mean, he's got all the men in the country fleeing because they don't want to be part of the draft. They don't want to fight in this war. I don't blame them. Who would want to? There's a mass exodus out of Russia. (laughs) (laughs) He's another Hitler. Yeah. You know, he's another Hitler, man. All the way around. You you can't. If you don't get it his way, you can just guess whatever the outcome is. Yeah. You know, it's just unbelievable. I don't have ruling by fear. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Just be glad you don't live over in Russia. Yeah. You know, it's bad. It's bad enough that our election system's all screwed up. You know? Well, let's face it, they don't have an election system over in Russia. (laughs) Yeah. They're appointed, so you can forget that number and have any rights or anything over there. But, I don't know how it works with the Kremlin and everything, but it's just no. a mess. <laughs> yeah, absolutely was. Yeah. I mean, he's destroying the country of Ukraine. He's totally ruining it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all in rubble and everything else. It's going to take them probably 20 or 30 years to build it back where it was. All the houses yeah. like they were. And 
I'll let you guess who's going to come to the rescue with that one. Oh, a lot of companies will get rich doing the rebuilding. That's part of the plan, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure we'll bail them out. <laughs> but a supply of money that's going to smash our economy in the ground. But I like to, I like to know, though, if you know Russia did that to Ukraine, what fool in the right state of mind would want to go back and chance it all over again? You mean as far as living in Ukraine? Oh yeah. Yeah. So what fool? Really what fool want to go back into Ukraine and try and live there, even if they have a brand new house built? When you have a nutcase like Putin on the loose. Well, I got to do something about Putin. Well, maybe somebody would take something into their own hands, you know. Yeah. Read between the lines. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, that's it for tonight, though. We're going to wrap it up. I'm sorry this is a okay. short one. But, Scott, thank you for showing up again tonight. You're welcome. Okay. So, that being said, uh, before we go, yes. Scott, tell them about the websites. Yes, y'all are welcome to check out our blog sites. We have Mike tells it like it is, 2021.wordpress.com. And we also have, we tell you the truth today.blogspot.com. And that's the number two in the word day on, on the first part of the web, that website. And then after dot is B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T.com. And Mike puts those links in the, uh, the show details also. And we'd love to have you comment and let us know what you think and, you know, just interact with us. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about. We'll do a special on a topic that you decide you want. Let us know what you want to hear. Thank you, Scott. With that being said, welcome. I want to say, <coughs> excuse me, all you stay in good health, eat the power of foods. God bless y'all and God bless our fighting forces overseas. Until next time. Amen. And everybody keep praying because we got a lot of volatile situations in the world and we just need to keep praying for everything. The prayer works. So God bless you all and thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody.